my responsibility is to take this and say, you know what? I could go through the years that I did. And she said she did go through years of being, of doing self-destructive behaviors, of blaming herself, of complaining to herself. And then she said, you know what? I'm going to own this. I'm going to take responsibility that this did happen, but I'm going to go ahead and live a great life. Welcome to Champions Mojo Weekly Podcast, where your hosts Kelly Palace and Maria Parker share with you what it takes to be a champion. Kelly is a former Division I head swim coach, Olympic trials qualifier, and holds Masters World and National Swimming Records. And Maria holds world records in endurance cycling and was the overall women's winner of the world's toughest bike race, Race Across America. They'll be sharing their personal stories and wisdom, along with interviewing other champions to give you the tools you need for becoming a true champion in your own life. And now, your host, Kelly Palace. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Champions Mojo Podcast. What does the word responsibility mean to you? The topic of responsibility is important if you want to win in sports or life. Maria and I agree this is an underrated topic, so we wanted to talk about it today and give you some key points that you will be able to get real value from. So let's get started by saying hello to my co-host, Maria Parker. Hello, Maria. Hi, Kelly. It's great to be with you today and discussing an interesting and valuable topic like responsibility. So let's start off with the Merriam-Webster various definition that center around having a duty, being accountable, and making decisions without another's authority. While these are broad definitions from the dictionary, I like to think of responsibility as ownership. What do you think, Kelly? Yes, Maria. I like those broad definitions, but I especially like the term ownership. In fact, in a great book by Jocko Willenick and Leif Babin, they use that term, and their book is called Extreme Ownership, How Navy Seals Lead and Win. And I, uh, I'm i a big fan of the Jocko podcast, believe it or not. He he does a, an awesome podcast. His podcast sometimes lasts three hours long, but yes. uh, my, my husband, Mark, loves Jocko. You know, Mark's a Marine or former Marine. I guess there's no former Marines, but he is a, a Marine veteran yeah. and he loves these uh, Navy SEALs talking. So I know Jocko talks about ownership a lot. And, and I think that has a ton in common with responsibility, but nothing makes me, nothing I enjoy more than hearing stories of your great life, Maria, and what you've done, because we do interview a lot of champions, but right here in, in my midst, I have my, my great sister-in-law with your stories. Do you have something that you've really had to own up and uh, be responsible for? Well, yeah. I, we've talked about before uh, taking responsibility for in terms of athletic performance for your preparation and that when you don't do well, you know, you can look to yourself for what you could have done better. But I, but I've been thinking about this a lot this week uh, as well because I have also been um, listening to a book by a, a former or Navy SEAL, David Goggins. Oh yeah, he's a real, he's an incredibly tough human. But his, 
and this isn't necessarily the take away from his book, but but one of the things he talks a lot about is is the stories you're telling yourself. You know, we all the stories we tell ourselves are what it's all about. It's it's you know it's our mindset, and so and this is just a silly little story, but this. This week, I have been working really hard on changing, you know, I'm moving and now I'm changing banks. And that's a big deal. And the little whiny voice in my head has been (laughs) blaming everyone and everything for my banking troubles. I blame my old bank. I blame, you know, uh, my husband. I blame, you know, I blame, I've just been blaming and complaining and whining in my head about doing this job of, of changing banks. It, it doesn't even sound that bad when I talk about it, but our, our, comp, our finances are complicated and there's, you know, there's, as you know, lots of money automatically going in and going out. And I have to just, I had to make a decision on a bank and then I had to, had to do it. And what I found was I was just constantly complaining about it. Both, both to anybody who would listen, which weren't too many people because it's a boring subject, but also it just in my head, it's like, eh, I want to do this. And then I, I, I was listening to the David Goggins book and I thought, what, you know, Maria, you have got to stop complaining and take responsibility. This is the bank you were in. This was the choice you made. You've chosen to change, to move to a new bank. Just do it. And, and, and sort of externally, just, just recognizing the whininess and the victim mentality in my head, it's, it's not a, a, it, and I, and I can do that about things all day long. It's like, uh, you know, the laundry, you know, why, uh, you know, the dog is bringing in all this dirt in the house and I gotta, you know, I'm blaming my dog. I'm blaming everyone and everything, the washing machine for, for the, the little discomforts of life. And it's, and that it's not helpful <laughs> and it does not get you where you want to go. I've been inspired to, to, to just listen to those complaining and victim voices in my head and just to stop being that, you know, whiny, complainy victim and to start just taking going forward and said, yeah, it's, it's hard. Yeah. I got to do it. Yeah. It's not fair, but I'm going to do it. So not, not a, not an epic example, but I, you know, there's lots of things in life where things didn't go well and I had to take responsibility for it. But I realized that this is a constant theme in my life, in the voices in my head. (laughs) So Kelly, I know you have thought about this too. What are your thoughts on it? Well, Maria, first your example, I don't think as a fellow person that has, you know, we have several different bank accounts. And I think many of us these days do have different bank accounts. If you've got any, if you're uh, doing what we call a side hustle, you know, you've got your, you know, you've got your, your main job, your main bank account, and then you've got your you know, maybe if you're an entrepreneur, you've got a separate bank account for that. And some, you know, spouses even have his and her bank accounts. But it, so when I, just to give you a little, not not to let you be a victim, but when I told Mark that you guys were changing banks and that it was a big, he's like, oh my gosh, if we had to change <laughs> banks, it would be, oh, it would just be D-Day. So, so yes, that would be. You're letting me, me off the hook. <laughs> it would be a horror, but. I I know you and, you know, it isn't like you to complain. And so I love the topic of responsibility. And I want to say that it it can come in so many forms. I mean, I think at the basic, most simplest is what you said, that I'm going to take responsibility for my performance. I'm going to take responsibility for my 
physique, my body, my fitness level? Have I, have I done the work? Have I eaten right? Have, you know, so, but when you get into some of the more ambiguous things that happen to us in life that really can, you know, knock you down. So, so for example, um, you know, if, if I don't train enough and I go to a swim meet and I perform bad, perform badly, I definitely take responsibility for that. But that's kind of an easy thing to take responsibility for because I did that. But one of the things in my research for this show, I was so moved to just, I, I watched a TED talk on responsibility by a woman named Joelle Castick. And she talks about how it, her, Horrifically, she was sexually abused by her choir leader. She was in a choir, and this choir leader groomed her and had sex with her when she was a very young girl, a, you know, obviously a minor. She ended up being pregnant with a sexually transmitted disease. Oh, my gosh. And then when she got too old for him, you know, because he was a pedophile, he dumped her. You know, it was just a horrific story that she tells. But one of the things that so moved me was she she said, but I take responsibility for this. She said, not for his actions, but for owning that this was my life owning that this happened to me and that I can choose how I respond to it. So just like you said, David Goggins, you know, so her responsibility, she says, my responsibility is to take this and say, you know what, I could go through the years that I did. And she said she did go through years of being, of doing self-destructive behaviors, of blaming herself, of complaining to herself. And then she said, you know what? I'm going to own this. I'm going to take responsibility that this did happen, but I'm going to go ahead and live a great life. And so I think that kind of responsibility to me is like the highest level of responsibility. Yes. And my, you know, for me, it's, it's, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to be brief about it because people know that I went through red skin syndrome, but I do it is an important charity. It's It affects many people. I mean, if you're listening out there and you're like, oh, no, we're talking about red skin syndrome again, It's it can happen to anyone who uses over-the-counter medications like hydrocortisone. The red tube that's in your medicine cabinet can give you red skin syndrome, which I would not wish on my worst enemy. But it happens to people who have eczema. So if you, if you, so all those years that I was using topical steroids... I should have, I, I, I'm, I'm not shooting on myself and I love the term don't shoot on yourself, but I yeah. could have researched that you're not supposed to use topical steroids for more than two weeks. And I used them for decades, even though my doctors were saying they're safe, safe enough to put on a baby. You can use them for decades. I trusted my doctors. So out of getting red skin syndrome and taking months to years to fully recover from it and having it take away many, many joyful parts of my life, I was a victim. I acted like a victim. I blamed the doctors. I blamed the pharmaceutical companies for not more clearly labeling them. But I now, I am taking responsibility. I have taken responsibility that this was just something that happened to me and I can make a choice like Joelle did in her 
uh, you know, her sexual assault, which that's not even remotely close to what she went through. But so uh, that's my take on responsibility is to not be a victim, to not blame. So whatever happens to you, you can take responsibility no matter how tragic or horrific it is. And I think the responsibility is in the story that you tell yourself. What do you think of that, Maria? Yeah, I I love that because we're not saying it was okay for the doctors to prescribe I know you used to do those like soak and scr- and, and slathers oh, with, I yes. mean, soak we're not saying, we're not saying that that was okay. Doctors should have known better, shouldn't have prescribed that. But what we are saying is that this is who, this is what, these experiences made you who you are today. You know, you can say, oh, you know, I'm, I've got red skin or whatever, but I'm, I don't have the beautiful skin that I once had, or I'm, I'm afraid to go out in public. But, but you, you can just, you can also say these experiences that I had good and bad and that were sometimes other people hurting you created the person that I am today. And with that comes some good and some, and some bad. But, you know, if you, if you take, as you said, if you say, this is, this is where I am and I'm going to stop blaming my parents, my coach, my whatever. I mean, so many, I remember going through a period after I graduated from college, just looking at the kind of looking at my childhood and seeing and being critical of, of my, my parents parenting of me and blaming them for some of the weaknesses that I had. And, and at, at some point I just realized, wait a minute, (laughs) this is ridiculous. I got to own who I am. Of course they weren't perfect, but they were pretty daggone good. And this is who I am. Um, So I, yeah, I love the term ownership as a synonym for responsibility because we can own who we are. We can, we, can, we can own that a bad thing happened. We can acknowledge that somebody hurt us. And I think this is really helpful in relationships, too. And I know you can relate to this, you know, in marriages and, and relationships with people you're very close to. You, you know, if you have disagreements or difficulties, you can, I mean, my first, always, my first instinct is to blame. <laughs> you know, if he, he's in such a bad mood and he said that, you know, and... And, and that's, that's not helpful at all. I mean, I can't, I can't change him. I can't, uh, but I can take responsibility for how I got us there and my response to what he, you know, is doing or what the person that I might be having a conflict with is doing. So I love, I love ownership. It's beautiful. Ownership is, is key on, on all that. Just, just owning, owning yourself, authenticity and owning it. Researching this a little further, there are many, many ways to become responsible. So there are the habits, like there are habits of responsible people. There are, you know, I would say like the top five things that, that I think help people be responsible is um, stop making excuses for yourself is one of them. Mm-hmm. You know, owning up stop to it. Blaming, the, stop blaming others. Yeah, stop stop blaming others. And a great one is to stop complaining. You know, when you complain, it just... Yeah, and, and the way we do this, I mean, it's it's called cognitive behavioral therapy. <laughs> and yes. it's, it's you think about your thoughts, like what your feelings come from your thoughts. And so if you're, if you're feeling sad or mad or some feeling that maybe you don't want to have, you can say to yourself, what thought am I having? And it often is a thought of, of a, com- a complaining thought like me, you know, I was, you know, really unhappy about this bank change. And, yeah. and I realized I was constantly whining in my head. 
if I wasn't whining out loud, <laughs> which I was doing plenty yes. of that too. <laughs> so it's really, it's capturing your thoughts and, and asking yourself, what, what's, you know, what is the root of this thought? You know, I'm hurt. Like for instance, if my sister was in, has been in several bad car accidents that were, had, were not her fault at all. I mean, she was hit from behind. I loved how she dealt with it because she, she didn't whine to herself, even though, I mean, it really put her in a financial bind and she had to have new cars and, and, you know, of course it's always an uninsured driver, <laughs> but uh -huh. she didn't whine about it. She just said, there's nothing I can do about that. And whining doesn't make it better. She captured her, her thought, which was, uh, woe is me. This is going to put me back. And she can, and she just realized it wasn't helpful. And so, you know, she, she, she turned it around and said, Oh, I get a new car. Okay. You know, I'm going to have a bigger loan now, but at least I get a new car and I can, <laughs> I can get the car I really want. So she, she's really, she's really good at that. And, and I know many people who just seem to have really, really bad luck, you know, and, and a lot of how, who they become from that is dependent upon what they say to themselves about what happened to them. And if you can take ownership for your, at least your response, if not for what happened. And that's what really jo Joelle was talking about. She's talking about taking ownership of her response to something yes. really bad that happened to her. Yes. Yes. And that, that, you know, that second pillar of these, these five top things that we came up with is, is don't complain. So I think that's, that's so true. And in, in those people, and fortunately, I don't feel like I'm one of them. But, you know, if I look back to my at, back at my life, I might say, you know what, I've had a lot of really bad things happen to me, but I never consider myself one of those people that has had bad things happen to them because I think in general, I've taken ownership and, you know, OK, that that's what happened. But I think if you don't take ownership and you continue to complain, then you're a complainer and then you stack then you're a stacker, and then you are all of a sudden one of those. Stacker. Yeah, you're a stacker. I and could then be a stacker. Of, you're one of those people that is that bad things happen to. So instead of like, if those people who stack bad things that happen to them, and you know these people, you know the person that remembers they have the memory of an elephant with anything bad that's ever happened to them. And a lot of times, Mark will say to me. Do you remember when that awful thing happened? And I'll be like, I don't remember that. Or he'll say, do you remember <laughs> that terrible fight we had? And I'll be mm -hmm. like, no, I don't remember that. But mm -hmm. and Mark's not Mark's not a stacker and he doesn't remember like in counseling with relationships. They call it the actual uh, I don't like to say the S word, but it's the doo doo bag. So yeah. it's like you, you, yeah. you reach into the doo doo bag and you pull something out that you know, your spouse or your partner did that really irritated you and you don't forget it. But I think that's part of ownership. If you don't complain all the time about something, then maybe you don't end up being one of those people that is constantly hit by bad stuff. Because I believe we're all hit by bad stuff frequently. And it's it's the story that you tell yourself and you just move on. And it just becomes like, a small little thing instead of it's not it's not making a molehill into a mountain. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's right. But I think it's also a lot like everything is like working out, right, Kelly? <laughs> everything <laughs> in my life I can compare to working out. Exercise. <laughs> but I, I think it's you can develop a habit and I have at times in my life 
been a complainer, been a, a victim. And I have found myself going down that road where I am reminding myself and rehearsing the bad thing that happened to me here or the bad thing that somebody said to me there or it's just a it's just a bad habit and like exercise I can make a new habit of saying no I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to go there I'm not going to I'm not going to I'm taking ownership for at least my responsibility to the thing, you know, to my reaction to the things that, that happened to me. And that I really did find myself this week, you know, just like, ugh, just nonstop. It, it wasn't just the bank change. There's several other, we've moved to a place where there's a lot more, there's just a lot more paperwork for better or for worse. And so if you're not used to like, you know, you go into a race expecting a certain thing and then like it actually has 10,000 more feet of climbing than you expected. Mm. <laughs> you know? yeah. So par- part of it is, and I think this, I would add this to taking responsibility is being aware of the difficulties that are in front of you. And if things go worse than you expect, not again, not taking the victim role. Oh my God, this is so much harder than I thought it was going to be. Yada, yada, yada. Just say, no, I don't have to complain. This is what it is. Yes. Yes. So we, we've spent a lot of time on that, but I think that's a huge one, which is just to reiterate these. Number one, stop making excuses or blaming. That's number one. Stop complaining, which we've just covered right. quite nicely. Right. Ad nauseum. <laughs> yeah, ad nauseum, but I think it's a good one to cover. Um, number three is manage your actual duties. So if you take responsibility for and you know your finances your emotions your physical fitness your relationships it's taking the it's managing those in a way that you feel like you have ownership you know it's it's like if those are your chores that you're supposed to do around the house then you really you own them um if if it's finances that you manage then you own those so really managing your things. And it's funny because this ties into what we just talked about on our last podcast before the David Marsh podcast was time management. And one of the big parameters that I found in my research on responsibility was keeping a schedule. So Hmm. keeping a schedule is number four of the five, which is you know, if you are keeping a schedule, then you're holding yourself accountable. You're taking ownership mm. of your time. So if you're, you know, if you've got a whole bunch of tasks to do and you put them on your schedule. So I think that one, again, not super exciting, but very, very important. And the last one I love, and it's not often talked about, but of the of these five is avoid procrastination. Oh, yeah. That one, you know, we might do a whole show on procrastination, procrastination. Yeah, let's procrastinate on it. Let's not do it just yet. (laughs) Because I think you can procrastinate on responsibility 101, which is just, you know, am I going to do my workout today? And you put it off. Or you can procrastinate on responsibility PhD, which is, you know, am I going to own this really horrible thing that happened in my life and how am I going to react to it or am I going to keep being a victim? So I think that one for me, procrastination, is is really powerful. What do you think on that one, Maria? Yeah, I agree with that. I, I think I would want to interject here that 
if you've had something really awful happen to you, one way to work through it would be to talk to somebody professional, <laughs> uh, you know, about it. We're not suggesting that you should just pull up your, you know, your big girl panties and, and go on if something awful has happened. Sometimes really talking it through is, is the best thing you can do. But I think all of these, I, I, I'm really aware of the, what you're talking about as being an adult. And so now I'm next, living next door to my grandchildren who are one, three, and four. And they're doing, you know, they, they're, 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 they're refusing to take responsibility every day. They whine, they complain, you know, one hurts <laughs> the other. And, and so, and so, you know, what, and it's been really inspirational to me because the voices in my head are like, like my three-year-old grandson's voice, you know, I, I, I want, I don't want, you know, I, don't, I want this. I don't, you know, he hurt me. She hurt me. I'm hungry. I want the, I want the rainbow ball. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> I want the rainbow ball. <laughs> I want the rainbow ball. <laughs> you can't have the rainbow ball right now. It's time for a nap. So, you know, so if you, for me, it's, it's very aspirational and inspirational to not behave like a three or four year old to, to say, okay, I'm going, I'm going to be an adult about this. And so, yeah, that not complaining, not blaming, not procrastinating. Those are all just being grown up, being a mature, a mature person. And, and I'm not saying you should do that. I'm saying I need to do this. <laughs> and if I, if I think of myself as that, as my whiny three-year-old grandson, then it's much easier for me to say, oh, it's just stop, Maria. Don't act like a child. <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's a great perspective, Maria. I really, really like that. And, you know, it is, it is, you know, sometimes hard to grow up. You know, it doesn't matter what age you're at. You, you can snap into those old habits of, of being a child. But I, I love that. And I think... You know, responsibility, like I said at the top of the show, it's underrated. Uh, it's something that when you think a little more deeply about it, I think it can it can really help you and or help help me help you help anyone listening. And so before we go to our takeaways, like something that you're really going to take away and and get an action item on what uh, would you have any other thoughts, Maria, on connecting you know, responsibility. I, I think just what I guess, just to reiterate what I said, that we can take responsibility once we have actually acknowledged and dealt with any injury that might have been done to us. And so, I, you know, we're not suggesting you ignore ignore that. If, if something, you know, Ke Kelly, I mean, I think you can take responsibility for your skin because we've already said this was a bad thing that happened, but I am, you know, here I am, and this is my life, So, and I'm, I am who I am. So I would reiterate that everyone should become an adult, but sometimes you need a little help along the way and need, need to talk to others about what what you may have been through. Absolutely. And I've, I've spent many, many hours on a counselor's couch talking about my <laughs> skin and literally how, how to deal with it. So I, I'm, I'm a big proponent of counseling for almost anything. I just think if you can, if you can get in there and talk to someone or even, you know, a best friend. Yeah. And if you don't want to get a counselor, get a coach. It's just yeah, so great to have somebody too. who doesn't have a dog in your fight who's who can listen yes. to you and encourage you. So 
Wonderful. So I'm going to summarize. So number one, stop making excuses and blaming. Stop complaining. Manage your duties, whatever those those are. Just manage them well. Uh, number four, schedule it. Like if it's really be consistent with your schedule helps with responsibility. And number five, avoid procrastinating. So I think all those are really great tools to be more responsible. And my action item out of here, I think it's going to be avoid procrastination. I, I can be a procrastinator and I'm going to I'm going to just realize that that's that's part of just stepping up to the plate, owning what I need to do and and getting getting it done as quick as I can. How about you, Maria? I like that. I like that. I think I'm going to have a visual. I'm going to keep a visual of my grandchildren and (laughs) and tell myself, like, that is not you. So so when those I certainly don't do it out loud, I've learned well enough not to kick my feet and scream and but but I think I'm going to when I start to have those thoughts that make me feel uh, like a victim or unhappy I'm going to remind myself that I am not a three-year-old as cute as my beautiful grandson is I'm not three I am I'm an adult and I can take responsibility for my thoughts and I can make them you know I can turn them around so that they that I that I own I own what I do. So no complaining and whining that you want the rainbow <laughs> ball. <laughs> no, no, the rainbow football is is going to have to stay out of reach for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, awesome. Well, that is our show on responsibility. We so appreciate you listening, and if you're enjoying the show, we ask you to go to our website, championsmojo.com, where we've got every episode. This ep- episode is number 30, Maria. Can you believe wow. it? Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. That's yes. That's 30 weeks. That's 30 terrific. 30 weeks. So there's all our all our shows are there. You can email us if you if you have another idea on what you think responsibility means. We'd love to hear it from you. So um, thank Absolutely. you so much for listening. Thank you. Thank you, Maria. Thanks for being on this journey with me and really appreciate it. Uh, Well, Kelly, I admire and love you so much and I'm just be delighted to be doing this and hope, hope uh, you are listeners are enjoying this as much as we are. Yes. All right, Maria. Love you too. Talk to you next week. All right. Love you. All right. right. Bye-bye. This week's quote of the week comes to us from former president Barack Obama. Being responsible is an enormous privilege. It's what marks anyone a fully grown human. We are so grateful that you spent this time with us today, and we hope that you heard something that inspired, motivated, and educated you. Please see below for our copy of the show notes for any links or important information referenced here. Signing off for myself and champion co-host Kelly Palace, we hope you'll join us again soon, and we know you can be a champion. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to the Champions Mojo podcast, designed to make you feel inspired, motivated, and educated. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Also, visit championsmojo.com to learn more. Thank <laughs> you.